my frustration is the key to handling life's obstacles. It uncovers what's getting in my way, shows me when I need to adjust my mindset, and helps me take care of my body. Welcome to the Business Couch with Dr. Yishai, where we talk about applying high leverage psychology in your business and life. I'm your host, Dr. Yishai Barkadari, licensed psychologist, private practice owner, speaker, executive coach, and consultant. I became a psychologist to learn how to leverage psychology and help others do the same. For over a decade, I've been tracking how psychology gets in the way of smart and results-driven people. For years, I've developed frameworks and tools to help them leverage psychology instead to launch themselves forward. It's my mission to share my hard-earned lessons with you so you can launch yourself forward too. I can't wait to talk high-leverage psychology with you so you can learn to take higher-leverage action today. Let's talk high-leverage psychology. Today, I'm diving deep into frustration, the bad, the ugly, and how to make it better. It all starts with my own struggles and what it took to dig myself out of it. When I was in middle school, I was a sweet kid, but I was also a reactive kid. I was known to explode, seemingly out of nowhere. I would get frustrated all the time about the smallest things, like when I forgot my keys at home. It made me feel incompetent. To make it worse, I noticed that people started avoiding me. I was constantly holding in my frustration, trying to keep it from escalating. Because when it got out of control, I'd explode and snap at people around me. I felt so embarrassed and ashamed when I lost control. One day when I was practicing piano, which I love playing, I got so frustrated, I started biting my own fingers. Hard. I snapped and started calling myself all kinds of names. I then yelled at my brother and sister when they came over to try to console me. I tried everything to make it stop, but it just kept getting worse. I started distracting myself all the time just to avoid feeling frustrated. But that made me feel unproductive and powerless to handle it. My friends, teachers, and even parents didn't know what to do with me. They all kept saying that I'm such a sweet kid, but they were really worried about me. Eventually, they all got together and sat me down to talk. They told me they cared about me, loved me, and wanted to help me. They admitted they didn't know what to do, and they knew someone who could help me get better. Talk about an intervention. And that's how I landed in my first therapist's office. A psychologist who worked with upscale clients, doctors, business owners, real estate, finance people. He told me straight up that he didn't usually like working with teenagers and stopped working with them a few years back. But he treated me like an equal and gave me a chance to talk about what I was dealing with. After talking with me for 10 minutes, he changed his mind about working with me. He looked me straight in the eye and said to me, you're different than most teenagers. You want to talk about your issues. You're open about your feelings and you're eager to work on yourself. Half my adult clients, doctors and CEOs, take months to get around to talking about what you put right on the table in 10 minutes. You're willing to go deep. 
As soon as he said that, I saw a light at the end of the tunnel. What felt hopeless became possible. I spent over a decade in therapy and over a decade studying psychology. It took a long time to learn what I now know. I spent over $350,000 and two decades learning how to handle my frustration. Now when I tell people I used to struggle with frustration, I laugh out loud because they can hardly believe it. Now, I don't sweat the small things like I used to. I feel capable of handling whatever life throws at me. I don't waste time avoiding or distracting myself. I lean in when I'm feeling frustrated and smash through the obstacles that get in my way. I feel like I have infinite patience when I need it. In fact, here's a little secret I learned along the way. My frustration is the key to handling life's obstacles. It uncovers what's getting in my way, shows me when I need to adjust my mindset, and helps me take care of my body. More on that in a minute. Frustration is my secret weapon for success because I learned how to tune in, translate, and take effective action whenever it shows up. I haven't snapped or exploded in years. I feel so proud and able to de-escalate no matter what's going on around me. I know I can handle whatever life throws at me, even with my two-and-a-half-year-old toddler of a daughter. And that feels special, because no matter how tough things get, we've got a special bond that I protect. I think it shows. She comes running to me as soon as I'm off work, when she feels sick, or when she's feeling upset. I believe anyone can transform frustration into productive action, because I've done it for myself and with countless clients. I am so grateful for everything I went through because my challenges became my calling to show others how to do the same. So today I'm sharing the key lesson I learned and three steps I take every time I'm feeling frustrated to turn it into productive action. Have you ever seen someone get paralyzed by overwhelm? In Atlas of the Heart, Brene Brown talks about how overwhelm shows up when we're completely blown. So overloaded, and unable to handle everything on our shoulders that we have to tap out, at least temporarily. In fact, Brene shares how her mentor taught her to handle overwhelm by slowing down, taking a break, and temporarily offloading everything, even for just 10 minutes. Overwhelm sends us a message that we are redlining. The pressure is so high. The load is so great. We can't handle everything all at once. It's just too much. It's a temporary solution to just set everything down. What we really need to do is sift through it, prioritize, and then pick up the most important things, all inside of what we can handle. More or less than that, and we keep creating the same problem. So overwhelm keeps coming, knocking. The principle is, Emotions are messengers that guide us to make the change we need. It's no different with frustration. Every time frustration comes knocking, it's trying to tell us something and push us to make a change. For years, I didn't understand it. I couldn't translate what frustration was saying. So frustration kept coming back bigger and bigger. Then, one day, I realized why frustration shows up. 
Frustration comes knocking when we perceive an obstacle blocks our path forward. It took me more than 20 years to really fully understand and unpack what that means. Here's my cheat sheet in three points. One, sometimes frustration is telling us that we've hit a setback in reaching our goals or an expectation that's suddenly not being met. In that case, frustration wants me to really understand what's standing in my way so I can deal with it head on and find a way forward. Number two, sometimes frustration is pointing out that my expectations need adjusting. Like when I was learning to play piano, it takes a lot more tries and hours of practice to perfect than I assumed. Here, frustration was telling me I needed to adjust my mindset and my expectations. Number three, sometimes frustration is telling us about our body. If I don't get enough sleep or if I'm starving, frustration shows up more easily because it's trying to grab my attention and let me know I need to take care of myself. Even knowing all of these things doesn't magically make frustration disappear though. So I created a system for myself that I use with clients all the time. Like Maya, who was constantly feeling irritated. She and her husband owned a chain of boutique stores and she had the goal of retiring by age 40. Her difficulty dealing with frustration created lots of problems in her marriage and in their business. She regularly snapped at her husband and their six-year-old son. She was the same way with their staff. She struggled to scale their business because she couldn't hold on to management or keep good employees because she snapped at them too. Her staff were afraid and avoided her. They didn't take great care of the customers and it was hurting their business. So she kept getting called to deal with personnel and customer issues. She was constantly putting out fires. It didn't help that her phone constantly rang with one urgent problem after another. All of these problems were downstream from how Maya was handling her frustration. Her frustration and the problems it created took up so much time and energy that she felt unproductive and saw her dreams slipping away. Maya was aware she needed to change, but she needed more than a cheat sheet to look at. So I shared my framework with her and helped her learn how to apply it in every area of her life, with her husband and son, with their staff, and with customers. Here's what I helped Maya learn to do. Number one, turn towards awareness. I helped Maya learn to slow down when frustration came knocking, to pay attention and label the thoughts in her mind and the feelings in her body. Instead of pushing it aside or away, I helped Maya to listen to it. Number two, analyze the message. I helped Maya translate what her frustration was telling her. Each one of the three different points from the cheat sheet. Sometimes it was telling her that she wasn't eating or sleeping well, that she needed to take more breaks or set some boundaries and create space for herself. So we talked about how she could do that better. Other times it was telling her that she had unrealistic or unhelpful expectations or beliefs. So I showed her how to use her frustration to adapt and have expectations and beliefs that are more in line with reality and move her towards her goals. Sometimes it was pointing at an obstacle that needed to be dealt with. So we talked about one-time fixes and long-term changes that needed to be made and implemented to get to her goals. 
Number three, make an action plan and execute. I helped Maya extract powerful data and direction from her frustration to drive her forward. We used it to improve every part of her life, from her sleep, exercise, and eating, to how she approached and communicated with her husband, son, and staff. I helped her draw a line from the feeling to taking effective action. And her productivity, her output, really soared. It took me over 20 years and $350,000 to learn how to master frustration and even turn it into an asset to be more productive to reach my goals. But in just six months of working together, everything turned around for Maya. She felt like a completely new person. She could handle whatever her business, marriage, kids, or life threw at her. Her marriage felt like it was back in the honeymoon days. She felt more connected with her son than ever, and that she could tap into patience whenever she needed it. Her staff stopped avoiding her, became more friendly, and worked more like a team. They stopped calling her and took care of issues on their own. She started hearing compliments instead of complaints about them. Business was booming and her dreams were in reach. Maya felt more capable and empowered than ever. She knew she could face any challenge and turn her frustration into executing a productive plan of action. Her frustration became the key to getting back on track with her dreams. Just a quick note, your comments keep this podcast going and growing. If an episode inspired or motivated you, drop a review. It's quick, you can do it in less than 10 seconds, and your words might just be the nudge someone else needs. Plus, it means the world to me to read your comments so I know how the podcast helps people learn and grow. Your review could be the reason someone else listens, and it could make all the difference for them. When my daughter was born, I didn't know how I'd be the husband and father I wanted to be. I was still getting underpaid as an employed therapist, and I knew that if I stayed, I would have to work twice as many hours just to make ends meet. I thought about starting my own practice, but kept putting it off. I told myself that if I could just find a better paying job, I'd make it work. I went to a dozen interviews and kept hearing the same question over and over again from practice owners. They said to me, You really know the ins and outs of helping people and business. Why aren't you starting your own practice? It took me three months to finally get the message and decide to take action. I tripled my income in the first year and cut my hours in half the second year while my practice continued to thrive so I can pay myself and continue to invest in myself. I think sometimes we feel stuck or paralyzed. We can't see how taking action can change so much until something we hear from someone else opens our eyes. It's the people who push themselves to take action, to dig in when things get tough, who push towards growth that reap the rewards. I would still be stuck in cycles of frustration and paralysis if I never took action. So would Maya. I hope today's episode helps you take action to move yourself forward whatever that looks like for you. And on that note, I'll see you next week. The Business Couch with Dr. Yishai podcast is produced by Dr. Yishai and PodTech. Music by www.purple-planet.com. Dr. Yishai is a psychologist, but not your psychologist. The conversations and content of this podcast do not contain or create 
any psychology practice, diagnosis, or therapist-patient relationship with the guest or listener. The information contained in this publication is for general informational purposes only and shall not be relied on or construed as coaching advice or therapy. So do your own research before using anything from this podcast. Thanks again for listening. I hope today's episode fulfilled my mission to help you leverage psychology better in your business and life.